What's up, guys? Welcome back from the long weekend. It is I, uh, Honest Chuck Mockler. <laughs> and I'm William, the Opinion Update. <laughs> we're back uh, on a Tuesday edition. We took yesterday off. Hope everyone's Labor Day was good. Right off the bat, we're going to be talking about uh, the Colin Kaepernick, Nike stuff, Nate McMillan getting re-signed. Next, we will dive into some uh, Clippers Twitter. It's actually been pretty hot lately, which has been nice. That's always good. And then to wrap up, we're going to discuss uh, Tyrone Wallace and a little bit of some stadium talk coming up. So the biggest thing I think we both think probably sports-wise in general um, was the reveal that Nike has been kind of... Kaepernick has been sponsored by Nike this whole time, I guess, Mm -hmm. in line for their 30th anniversary, which, good on Nike. (laughs) Yeah. It's a move that I don't know if it... I wasn't surprised when I saw it, but I also was kind of like, oh, tight. Like, it's nice to see the corporation kind of backing that message. I think it's good, um, and I think it's good because I'm on the same side of it. 100%. But, yeah. <laughs> um, like, I agree with the view. I guess one thing that I am just going to, like, I have umbrage with or sure. bring up is that, like, I don't know if it's right for corporate, for these huge multi-billion dollar corporations with unethical business practices that don't pay taxes to leverage these sort of hot button political issues mm-hmm. for us to be like oh man they're good guys yeah and it like did, it is good but at the same time like it's a great eh, pr move on top yeah, of everything like yeah. it's a fantastic pr move on their point i had a friend bring up a really good point she was like yeah it's great that nike has been elevated as a brand by a you know sweatshop labor and young black males in general there's a large reason why nike's cool so it's good that they're giving this colin kaepernick this room but it's also like throw some more cash behind it if you're really gonna be with yeah kaepernick like this put some money on some people's books or like yeah for some foundations and stuff like that and it's been cool to see i agree with your not great but i can see there's such a weird paradox it's a weird gray area and like i do think that i mean i do think that it's great yeah i do think that it's great that they're showing support i do mm-hmm. think that that like you're not burning your nikes is what you're saying i'm not burning <laughs> my nikes dude i paid for them <laughs> um it's also kind of makes me think that other than being a billionaire mm-hmm. the only real way and this kind of sucks with how capitalism and everything works the only real way to get a lot of this support is to have a big corporation behind you yeah. So, like, I mean, he already had so much support, but now... It's, Do you think that this changes people's minds further if they're like, oh, man, Nike's with them, too? I think it 100% does. All right. I mean, I, I could I could see that. I think people who see it kind of on the surface are like... I mean, and you have both sides. You have the people who see it on the surface who are doing things. Some idiot cut the top of his socks off where the Nike swoosh is. So, A, there's no elastic in his socks. Great. <laughs> now you have ugly socks. <laughs> he took a picture of him wearing them without the elastic, too, <laughs> which is absolutely hilarious to me. So, yeah, there's that side that I think takes on the surface like an idiot and, like, burns the stuff they've already paid for. And then there's the side who's, you know, on Kaepernick's side, who's like, oh, Nike's the dopest thing in the world. Because with, I think a lot of the times with you know, each side thinks the other one isn't as educated as they should be on the actual issues. Yeah. You know, and I think the side that's on Colin Kaepernick's side kind of gets a pass for maybe not being as educated on that stuff. Like with this Nike stuff, not for the cause in general. We all know it's for the mistreatment of African Americans in America. It's not about the troops or yeah. the country or anything like that. So I think it goes both ways. It's definitely a net plus 
for Kaepernick and for Nike for sure. Yeah. But yeah, the hypocrisy is kind of weird with the whole labor issues. I just, yeah, I never know exactly how to feel about those things. And this Mm -hmm. isn't a political podcast. No, not at all. But I do feel like, you know, lately with sports, it's becoming, you know, more and more a voice uh, for, you know, like political change and like Mm -hmm. positive. For one side, really, I've noticed too. (laughs) (laughs) Which in the good side, we should clarify. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I guess I just don't know, like when leagues and stuff come out in support of this stuff i think that's really great for sure corporation does it i guess i just have trouble thinking that the like the motive is altruistic agreed 100 percent that you know we just had uh labor day was yesterday and there was an interesting thing the mlb has a lot of labor issues right now with their minor league system like minor league players make like i don't know like nine thousand dollars a year or something yeah and never in the history of the mlb you can fact check me on this but i'm fairly sure this is true they've never mentioned labor day as a league and they've never done any promotions or anything for it Hmm. because they're weirdly evidently anti labor parties and stuff like that interesting that really surprises me because it seems you know it's it is an american holiday and and it's an american sport yeah and it's like american (laughs) Um, sport but it's definitely, I mean, good for Colin Kaepernick. I think this on his part, this is such a great play on his part. Uh, Nike produces, I think, all of the jerseys in the NFL. So Nike, like from a business standpoint, this is a mind-blowingly <laughs> good yeah. move. And all the terrible jerseys in the NBA. Yeah, all the... All With the, the weird flap? Yeah, those are bad. Dude. <laughs> that flap's got to go. Uh, but it's been good to see that everyone, I mean, Trez was tweeting out support for it. Every athlete who has a Twitter is pretty much in support. Of Kaepernick, and if they aren't, every, everyone on that side is just too afraid to say anything. So yeah. I guess it's good. Um, but shout out to Colin Kaepernick; he seems to be handling this, I think, as well as anyone could handle this situation. Yeah, like he's handled it with such candor, and he, you know, there's so many people who are baiting him and trying to get him to say certain things. Yeah, but it's pretty incredible how well he's handled it. If I was to rate it like yay, meh, boo, I'd give Colin Kaepernick a yay, yeah. Nike a meh, All right. and the flap. A boo. A boo. <laughs> Flap a boo and people who are cutting up their jerseys, a boo. Um, some quick uh, NBA-related news as opposed to just sports sphere in general. Indiana re-signed Nate McMillan for three years to be their head coach. Great. Would you say that they've maybe low-key had the best offseason? 100%. Dude, it's like they're building something really scary very quietly. I don't there. and I don't get why people aren't talking about it enough. It's cuz it's Indiana, man. Yeah. It's I like just, we're hearing about the Celtics, we're hearing about the Raptors, we're yeah. hearing about Philly. We heard so much about the Celtics maybe re-signing Marcus Smart. Yeah. And like the Pacers are low key just got everybody back and have a great and, core. And added Tyreek <laughs> Evans and Miles Turner is like completely transformed Looking, his body. Dude, and, they're going to be what um what seed do you think they finish in the East? You know, I don't know through the regular season. I would be really surprised if they were lower than four, though. Yeah, I think they're a top four team, definitely. Um, I think even the top, I feel like even that top four is kind of, you know, you can oh, yeah, switch it's, it around. It's pretty variable. There's no Warriors in the East, I yeah. should say. I guess the Celtics may be the closest thing. Celtics are maybe the closest thing. I don't know. We just haven't seen. Full strength. We haven't seen them full strength, and like it's it's going to be cool. To, um, <laughs> it's going to be cool to have all these parts back, like all yeah. the you know the marquee players. But at the same time, that does take away playing time from all these pieces that that carried the team last Played season well. and, and the chemistry. And like, what does that do for? What does that do to your mentality? You know, if yeah. you're a player that like without a star, um, you know, went this far, and now you you know you you're, get them, you get you're two getting, back effectively. Yeah, like. you're getting like a, you're getting, and then you're getting like a serious axe in your minutes. And like, 
I don't know, man. Like, does it make like does it mean that more trades are going to happen for Boston too? I don't know. Anyways, yeah. we're talking too much about this <laughs> again. This is Pacers talk. Yeah, this is Pacers um, talk. Yeah, great but, off season. And like you were saying about that core, they already have their core. They don't really have a star. They have a star in Oladipo. He's the star of that team. He's mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily like an NBA star as a sphere. So they're set up to just really ruin some people's expectations of other teams in the East right now. Yeah, they're highly touted, but I still feel like they're getting slept on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not highly touted enough. Not highly touted enough. They're going to be very scary. Um, that's pretty much NBA sports-related news. Yeah, it's a slow week. It's a slow week right now. I think Woj was talking about recipes on his podcast, so please <laughs> forgive us. Um, after this, we're going to talk about some team Twitter stuff. But before that, guys, the NFL starts on Thursday pretty soon, and Locked on NFL has become the house of experts. Matt Williamson hosts Locked on NFL and has a brand new lineup. Every Monday, it will be the Lockdown's local experts on the biggest stories. Then Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus will join every Wednesday. And ESPN's amazing Mike Sando. Trapping out the Sando. Trapping out the Sando. Joins on Thursday. Be sure to follow Lockdown and NFL on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and get this content. All right. Now we're going to go. We haven't done this in a while because we haven't done a Tuesday show in a while. One of our favorite segments, Twitter Tuesdays, which really kind of goes into Clippers team talk. Uh, The alliteration all works. It's great. Trez has been very interesting on Twitter lately. Uh, He's very motivated for the season. He said, hope you enjoyed your summer, but it's come to an end. And I feel bad for a lot. Actually, no, I don't. (laughs) Hashtag running into the season. He did spell season S-E-A or S-E-S-S-O-N, but I'm going to pretend he meant season. Uh, And then hashtag Clippers Nation. Trez... Seems like all he wants to do is win the most improved player award this year. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. I'm, I mean, and it's, I, I think the, maybe the last time we even did one of these, we were talking about some of the, we were worried about Trez. And now, yeah. complete 180. Complete 180 since last time we did this, he was tweeting out some things that were generally just kind of seemed like he was in a very bad place. This dude's ready to go, man. Yeah. I think, I said it in an earlier episode, I think he could win most improved player. I still... I'm standing by that. You're sticking to your guns on that. I'm sticking to my guns. I did uh, Josh Lloyd's Locked On uh, NBA Fantasy podcast this weekend, and he and I kind of talked about how it. I don't think it would surprise anyone if he takes a starting job from Gortat. Yeah. No, I mean, I could, I could definitely see it. But I guess the only, my only qualm would be the size. I think that that could be an yeah. issue. Um, that would, and that we kind of talked about this. That would kind of have to. There'd have to be some tinkering from Doc involved. That would mm-hmm. have to be like, kind of like last year type stuff, where it's like, all right, we got to throw some stuff at the wall, yeah, and see what works. And also, I mean, I do see his minute, like his minutes will increase even more, just because of no DeAndre. Yeah, just because of no DeAndre. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know what? I guess I could see him taking the starting spot. Like that's not that's not insane to me. And you got to um, think his rebound numbers are going to go up. DeAndre's gone. I mean, Gortat apparently only pulls in seven and a half a game. So, like, yeah, I think energy-wise, Trez could come in and just take that from Gortat. Or it could be a thing, you know, we've talked about this, how it's like uh, he might not necessarily start, but he might play more minutes. Yeah. As a whole. Definitely. And I don't know, it's, with the with the Clippers squad right now, I just see us as, like, having this death that it's almost like, what is a starter? That's a really good point. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like the, one of those high school teams where you're like, well, we can kind of throw out any five we want, and it's probably going to be the same result. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's like, you know, it's good. It's 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 a good result. It's I'm, good. I'm, I'm happy with it. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, hashtag what is a starter? Hashtag know? what is a starter? <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on hashtag what is a starter. But yeah, Trez's tweets have been great. He's one of the he's one of the Clippers players who always retweets like a ball is life video of him just smashing on someone in the Drew League, <laughs> which has been great. He's very good at self promotion for that, but not in a cocky way. I feel like no, I feel like he's know. just like I hope everyone's ready, and I feel like. You know, the Clippers are getting slept on as a whole. He specifically is getting really slept on. Absolutely. And he yeah. knows it. Uh, he was it, underrated last year. I mean, I don't know. I could have made an argument for him to start last year. For sure. DeAndre was a little... Yeah, he wasn't into it. And I feel bad for that a lot. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, do you want to read Tobias's musings? Uh, need a new <laughs> TV show. What you got? Uh, yeah, Tobias was looking for a new TV show. A lot of people suggesting anime. Uh, he didn't respond to any of those people. A lot of people suggesting Ozark. Man, I... Yeah, I tried to get that into it. That con- show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like the color grading. But anyways, the, the, I digress. What show would you... Did you suggest any to Tobias? What shows do you think Tobias would like? Uh, I just want him to watch his own show, the Toby and Bobby show. The Toby show. and Bobby show? That might happen. Boban did an interview where he was, I think he was maybe just joking, but he talked about he was going to write a, I think it was a cop show with him. It was going to be Bobby and Toby, and they are going to be police officers. Oh, I mean, I yeah, that would be the show to watch. I, um, I'll go ahead. I don't know what I would tell him to watch. Uh, maybe Arrested Development? It's just not very good anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. He'd have to start at the very beginning. Um, no, Tobias Harris, you should watch... Chopped. I think all professional athletes should watch food shows. Um, why don't... So, this is kind of off topic. We were just talking about the TV show situation. Do you think... I feel like there should have been even... Like, when Blake was on the team, he really wanted to be like a TV star guy. But never really manifested it, other than that weird Adult Swim show. Yeah, I just think CP3 had. I think that um, I think that it's got to be hard scheduling, and then you just have to keep in mind like the a development cycle, you know, for a project, especially like a TV TV show or something. Yeah, you're talking about you know one to three years optimistically for sure. And at that point, you know, like you're you know, I mean, I mean, for Blake, some of his star and celebrity had already kind of eclipsed due to injuries and stuff like that. Mm, Um, so I I think that's why you see a lot of that stuff more. I mean, like, you know, obviously when Jordan was out of the league or later or you know, after someone's actual professional career, um, it just takes takes a lot of time, takes takes a lot of stuff. That's true. So I think what Will is saying is that we can expect a gorilla style Bobby and Toby show to come out. Oh, I mean, yeah. If they if they have some some free time, all you uh, need is an iPhone 10, man. <laughs> yeah. iPhone 10, couple of lav mics, you're good to go, dude. That'd be wonderful. Uh, last one we're gonna talk about. SGA tweeted there was there's an article about our retro shorts coming back, and he said, uh, "Yes, please." <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to be good. All of his highlights, he's wearing kind of the sh- He's wearing the shorts. They're not the short shorts. Mm-hmm. I think there's a distinction it's to be a made mid-length. there. It's a mid-length, which is a wonderful length of short, I think. Yeah, what, like an eight or nine inch short, probably? Eight or nine inch short. Not short short. I think that's a little absurd. I think that's, <laughs> come on, guys. We all want freedom of movement, but it's like, you can look a little stylish while you do it. And so I think those longer, sh- I think the like mid-level shorts are going to be good. Um, 
Which, I think the shorts can go shorter, and everyone should be allowed to have a fanny pack. <laughs> a fanny pack? A what fanny can you pack. keep in it? Uh, whatever you want, as could, long as it's not sharp. Could you use it during the game if you're on the court? If it's in your fanny pack, can you use it on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, I, I'm envisioning like a Mario Kart scenario yeah. where people are throwing wheels <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Only at the All Star game can you use it on the court. Okay, I like that. What if you're Manu Ginobili and you need chapstick? <laughs> oh, then you can have. If it's for you, like if it's a personal hygiene product, or yeah, something, absolutely. So personal hygiene products nothing to obviously affect the rate of play man i think that'd be great for ads too like you could just pull out old say old spice great product man (laughs) i'm so sweaty getting this double double right now wish i had some old spice to tide me over that is a good idea there was just grabbing a hot dog out there (laughs) nathan brought to you by nathan nerlin's noel style dude (laughs) you wouldn't even have to leave the court for those that reminds me of uh lebron was walking around with like a back pad on at one of his kids basketball games like like, for a, like a lumbar support thing. And someone commented, they're like, LeBron is such a stylish dude, he's wearing a lumbar support, and it looks like a fashion accessory. <laughs> like, he would, like, take it off and kind of, like, whip it out to, like, put it back on. Dude, it looked phenomenal. Um, I was really on board with that. The Clippers Twitter, it's good right now, I would say. I wish we had a little more... Part of me wishes we had a bit of an Ennis Cantor on the team, who was goofy enough on Twitter. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would Obviously see... Obviously not Ennis Cantor. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would see Boban as, like, similar, but he's more an Instagram guy. More of a Graham guy. Marcin uh, and Milos's are Twitters where they just kind of support their basketball camps, which I obviously can't be mad at. That's totally awesome. But yeah. uh, what I'm saying is more memes, guy. <laughs> more memes. And let's let's just start calling people out. Yeah, the pettiness, like uh, Steph Curry talked about this, the NBA pettiness is at an all-time high. And I think the Clippers, if we start winning... Let's dive in. (laughs) Dude, if the Clippers start winning a couple games, they're going to be a petty team. Lou Will's pretty petty on Twitter when he wants to be. Yeah. Like, Trez is going to... Trez is going to retweet gifts of him dunking on people all season, is what I think. We're going to be the clapback Clippers, all right? (laughs) Dude, hashtag clapback Clippers. Tell us if you like that or uh, Clamp City more. I think clapback Clippers wins. So right now we can dive into some Clippers team talk in general. Former Clipper, I guess still current Clipper, uh, Tyrone Wallace signed an offer sheet from New Orleans. It's around $3 million. Two years, $3 million. Two years, $3 million. The Clippers can match it. Yeah, uh, I don't really see that happening. I don't either. we got to clear that spot. Yeah, it's a bummer. He uh, he was a, you know one of those guys who outperformed last year, but you know, a roster can only have 15 guys. and Deserves a spot. Deserves a spot on a squad. Yeah, deserves a spot somewhere. Um I don't know. It's I, I feel like this offer is still a little low. It's ball. low, dude. Like, this and the Rodney Hood offer, I'm like, I have no idea what the market is right now. Yeah. Like, usually I kind of have an idea, but these, I'm like, man, I don't know what teams want. <laughs> like, yeah, well, and, uh, you know, with the Rodney Hood thing or or some of those other ones, it's it, there's like a longevity thing or like an attitude thing kind mm-hmm. of at play. Um, and I, I see this as more as it's a low contract, but it's like a prove-it contract. Um, yeah, which I feel so bad about because I feel like he proved it last year on a two-way contract. I mean, I, I totally agree with you. He also did get, like, a lot more minutes than, a you know, like a, a, a point guard would get in his position. Yeah. Um, and two-way contracts are kind of... I hate how they operate from a player standpoint. I think it's so unfair that you're going to play a G League game and then maybe even that night you got to come play an NBA game. Yeah, the schedule seems really grueling. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, a- I just think, though, I, I think that this is kind of a good spot for him. Um, yeah, how old is he? Uh, I don't know offhand, but I uh, I want to say he's like 21. Yeah, so he's an age where it's like, you know, he has time to prove it. He's not, it's not like uh, that Lakers player who played in the G League. Who they, old man? Old man. <laughs> uh, 
Ingram. Andre Ingram. Who came up? What is his name? Andre Ingram. He came up. He scored like thirty points in his one game for the Lakers, and everyone's like, "This is a great story." And it's like, give him a contract. Like, <laughs> don't give him one game. Uh, no, I hope. I mean, I hope the Clippers match it, and then we maybe get rid of some other pieces. But at the same who time, who would you get rid of in in place? Juwan Evans or probably Juwan Evans. But it's like, we just don't we gotta, still need to clear two spots? Though? Yeah. So it's like that's. I mean, Wesley Johnson. I think I want him gone, but. I don't know what's act, what that has to happen. Just a buyout? Just buy him out. It's Balmer, man. <laughs> do, a, do a stretch oh, for $8 million. <laughs> yeah, stretch dollars. the $8 million contract. Um, we'll give you $2.5 million over the next <laughs> three years. Uh, but just for a reference, uh, Ty Wall is looking at three mil over two years. Michael Porter Jr., the old Glassback, glass <laughs> will be making uh, $2.8 million this year. Who is going to play more games, do you think? Uh, who who gets more minutes, Michael Porter Jr. or um, Ty Wall? Ty Wall, 100%. Bad back kid might not even play this year. Definitely. I don't see a situation in which Michael Porter Jr. plays more. His back is so bad that I wouldn't be surprised if they have to invent a new surgery for his back and they call it the Porter Procedure. Because that's <laughs> such a complicated... The Porter Procedure also sounds like a great drama. That's a show that Tobias should watch. <laughs> the Porter Procedure. Check out the Porter Procedure, Tobias. <laughs> Dude, it's great. Um, oh, yeah. And just another another for Ty Wall. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. could stand to make 15 million over the next four years so. that's unbelievable uh, god <laughs> good for you michael porter jr get that bag man uh clippers stadium news this happened last week uh, later in the week california legislature unanimously signed off on the new clippers arena part of the plan which i didn't really realize includes 30 million dollars in environmental funding aimed at reducing pollution in inglewood which I'm a- Seems good. Seems good. Uh, they want to promote public transit because a lot of the big issue with the community down there is the traffic, which I completely understand. Oh, yeah. Like, that stadium is going to create a ton of traffic. Uh, I so think that that is going to be the biggest obstacle. That is going to be a huge obstacle. I mean, you just have. Are they going to have to build public transit like two? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to have like trams or something yeah they're gonna have to add some infrastructure and then like i mean just think about it though like when you're i i mean just there will be essentially three stadiums you know like yeah right dry going from like going from north to south or vice versa Mm -hmm. um and that just i i can't imagine what that's going to be like i mean maybe a situation will never happen in which there's you know a sporting event simultaneously happening in each one there will does like we're gonna, are we closed? Is, gonna, that, is that like canceled that day? That's what I don't get too because it's like, all right, so there's for sure going to be football happening during some basketball. Mm-hmm. There's for sure going to be some Sunday games and there might be a concert or something at the forum. Like, if there can be a hockey game and two basketball games at the Staples Center in one night, there can definitely be three events happening at these three different stadiums in such a small area. Yeah. I don't like how it... Uh, so the Oakland Coliseum where the A's play dreadfully ugly stadium. Absolutely oh, it's like disgusting. a penitentiary. Like a penitentiary. Sorry but, to any A's fans out there. But the beauty of it is that the train pulls up right across the street. Oh, yeah. So there's no real traffic. I mean, there's traffic around the stadium, but it's not like, you know, mind-blowing traffic. It's not like a, like when the Sonics and stuff were in Seattle, it was just terrible. So this, I totally identify with the concerns about wanting to promote public transportation, and I hope they can figure out like a tram situation. You know, like one from lot to another or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I mean, the, the good thing is, with, yeah, with some reliable public transportation, I mean, that is, you know, that's a good spot. Um, you know, I, th- I feel like the biggest concern, especially for Inglewood residents, is, is what that's going to do 
to rent prices. They're just yeah, um, and it's like they're just. I think a lot of the concern from the neighborhood is that like you know there hasn't been that much outreach to the community itself based on just what I've read about this new arena. So I think I think anyone who's thinking that rent isn't going to go up is completely fooling themselves. And then I think... I guess what I would like to see from yeah. part of this is like I do think that uh, $30 million in environmental funding is great. I would like to see... I mean, th- that sort of money match. Maybe and, build some low-income housing. <laughs> I mean, not even that, but like more rent control. Like it, you know, people yeah. people in those areas, um, you know, there should be some sort of uh, security. There should be not some gonna... sort of security for renters, because mm-hmm. um, otherwise, that's you know, you know, like it, you're just that's such a problem in Los Angeles, and it's yeah. you know, it's really unfortunate. And we, you know, I don't want Los Angeles to end up another city where it's just like totally unfeasible for it's tech people as the only people who can afford to live here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the uh, another provision was thirty percent of the staff has to be hired locally, which is good. Which is good, but also, man, it would suck to get hired locally and then still not be able to afford where you live. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be depressing. I hope they hire more than thirty percent locally. Yeah, I mean that'd be great if if you know the majority could be could be hired locally and you know they were given some sort of competitive wage or at least yeah you know like at least it stayed constant the, the quote unquote with, livable wage yeah that stayed constant with you know the amount of increase that happened in the neighborhood and I think if you could you know if you could truly promise and deliver on something like that I mean that could be that could be extremely positive I don't know I uh, like all these stadiums are going up and it's um. I, you know, it's really great, and I do hope that it has a positive effect. Um, in these situations, I feel bad because I'm so pessimistic. <laughs> I know, just like, like, like it's just here. always been bad. Yeah, <laughs> there's never really been an example of a new stadium coming into a universally low-income neighborhood and it like really rejuvenating the neighborhood itself with the people who have with lived the people, there. Yeah, with the people who live there. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I guess I feel really conflicted about any sort of thing like that. We'll see. Uh, it's nice that it's all funded by Balmer, so maybe he'll toss a couple of bucks the local citizens' way. Yeah. Anything else Clippers-wise you want to talk about? Um, no, no. Just uh, you know, clap back Clippers. Clap back Clippers. We're back. Um, nice. Thanks for hanging out with us today, guys. We'll be back again tomorrow. Keep up those Wednesday shows. Thanks for listening to Locked On Clippers. Please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, guys. We need those ratings. As always, I have been Honest Chuck Mockler. And I'm William, the Opinion Update. See you next time, guys.